Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, Lori and Julia show for your productive Tuesday. I hope you are being as productive as we are on the Lori and Julia show. My talk about a seven one to everything entertainment. Thank you so much. Sometimes we forget that we're supposed to be weighing in at the top of the hour. We're busy, you know, I, looking I, I for understand. exciting things to I talk understand. about. Yeah. yeah, well, I was busy booking a tanning appointment at the Globe well, Lounge. I, so you would just admit that right in the open. Well, I, I mean, I forgot it was four o'clock. Sometimes we forget what time it is. Booking a tanning. She was. I was. And, 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 I was. Oh, and complaining God. about the price. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, yay. I, I was looking for things for random thoughts. Yeah, so there you go. Okay. We were both yeah. working on well, stuff. Thanks I'm for joining so, us. No well, problem. Okay. Sometimes we forget. We used to not ever talk there, and so it's kind of gets... Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So last night, there was a very big deal in Hollywood. It was actually at the Getty Museum, and it was the InStyle Awards. They've had this every year for I don't know how long. What are they awarding people for? Their well, style? Yes, in style. Uh, they always, it's an evening of celebration. They get people to sponsor it. Cadillac, Fiji, Kate Spade, and Reebok. It was at the Getty Museum. In style donated $50,000 to support museum field trips for students from I love that. most underserved schools, which means that more than 6,000 students We'll get to visit the Getty Museum and appreciate art. In I love that. I think that's really important because sometimes you, when you ask the people to pay for the trips, the kids, yeah, you only get partial payments, and then you're like, oh, yeah. Now, so yeah, that's, that's so wonderful. Cool. So here's who they honored this year, and Donnie posted the red carpet, and it is like when they, it's a, it's a wild array of outfits that are being worn to this event. Okay, I would say daytime outfits, evening dresses, pants. It was all over the board. So the fashion designer of the year was Claire Waite Keller, the Givenchy creative director, who did Meghan, Meghan Markle's, Markle's wedding, wedding dress. dress and many of her other ensembles. Man of style was Jeff Goldblum. Oh, the fly. Mm-hmm. The stylist of the year is a lady by the name of Elizabeth Stewart. And I guess she... Uh, Who does she style? I don't know. You'd have to Google it. But she did quite. She did a number of people for this past year's Oscars. Uh, the hairstylist of the year, and this is why Jennifer Aniston was on the red carpet, Chris McMillan. The voice of style is a woman by the name of Carla Welch, a powerhouse stylist. Makeup artist of the year is the guy who worked with Rihanna at Fenty called James Cagliardos. Okay. The badass woman, which is an in-style award they give every year, went to Constance Wu, the leading lady from Crazy Rich Asians. And the style icon that they honored and who showed up on the red carpet with her stylist and they were dressed Head to toe in matching baggy pink suits was none other than Julia Roberts, who I think is being one of the least stylish people 
on yeah, the planet. Mm-hmm. And her stylist is Elizabeth Stewart, Stewart the, the one of the stars of the year. Who got the stylist okay, of the year? Okay, I just, they opted for lilac Givenchy suits. Mm-hmm. Um, they were recently worn on male models. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had pink shirts, they white lace sneakers. They didn't even get them tailored. I have to say this. Of all the non-stylish people... <laughs> Julia Roberts is number one. Yeah. She is number one. You can always tell she feels uncomfortable. Remember on the red carpet when she was nominated not so long ago, like two or three years ago? Two years ago. She came in that what could have been um, something that we picked up at, I don't even want to say Lomans because that would be too nice. Remember Lomans? I mm-hmm. miss Lomans. Um, dots. Yes, dots with the kind of, it was a jumper. It was a pink culotte. Jum- jumpsuit that was made out of but she always looks frumpy she doesn't do i mean they have matching glasses matching handbags matching undone hair yes glasses big clunky oxfords not even tailored holding hand i guess julia's idea of course it was it's not often that she goes to something with her stylist and she said, you know what? Usually I leave her at home. Right, because pay. we look alike. What if we wore like a similar outfit? Like the same thing. I they know. both decided it could be fun since they're kind of the same person. Oh. I wonder who gets paid more. Right. That's not at all. <laughs> they didn't just have matching outfits. Their hair and makeup were identical too. And their hair looked like it. Barely was brushed. No, yes. They washed it, but let it um, air dry. and um, In the car on the way over. Oh, my gosh. I am. It's not impressive. If, of all the people, she is like, one that I never think of for style. Ever once. Ever. Like Nicole Kidman. Yes. I mean, there's a million other people. But oh. she did. And, even and the, she took selfies with her big, long arm. Yeah. Well, she does have longer. And she did have Why a very snide me? thing to say. Oh, tell me. About um, when she accepted her style award, did she say? Not, there's no video. I wish. Is let's out. make up what she'd say. Well, here's what she did say. It was either to Entertainment Tonight or Access Hollywood. When they asked her about Lady Gaga uh, getting that award that she got um, last week, and she was in a big suit and talked about, you know, the power of wearing this men's suit. And Julia right. Roberts was like, well, I believe I did that. I call. I bought it off the rack when I went to my first Oscars. Remember? She did not. Oh, yeah. She, she had to take credit for her when she did it first. Because she did wear men's suits. But so what? They I asked her about what? Lady Gaga's. Did you like what she wore? Yes, I think it's a great look. Yeah. I mean, Diane Keaton did it before Julia Roberts, if you're mm-hmm. going to get really big. Sure. Catherine Hepburn did it before right. anybody, any of these ladies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just, she just is, you know what? She bugs she just does. She's one of our, you know, that has to be someday kind of like a little yeah. conversation. Who bugs? Who bugs? Julia bugs oh, oh, oh. us. She bugs we us. We can't help it. Now, I feel like you were a shopper at the store, particularly when it came out, even though it was expensive. But like you would have loved it being that you loved your preppy. Oh, uh, I love my preppy stuff. stuff. Benetton. Oh, you know why I, I let me just tell out, you. Let me just tell and you. And the reason I tell you that the guy who founded Gilberto Benetton, he died at the age of seventy-seven. He founded the knitwear company with his brothers Carlo, Luciano, his sister Juliana in nineteen sixty-five. Yeah, they had a they had a store in Calhoun Square. I actually, my ex was in their catalog. <laughs> oh, really? Seriously? No, I yeah, can't I remember when I first met him. I couldn't wear the Benetton stuff because my boobs were too big. Oh. They're just, they're sweaters. And it was kind of spendy. Yeah, it was, but nothing fit across the chestal area. Yeah. The chest cavity. The chesticles. The chesticles. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with the sheath. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Did you wear it, Lori? No, no, I couldn't. I, I, it she was, was a little. You were, I didn't like the preppy stuff. I love the people preppy were, crap, but I didn't. People in Duluth were shopping at Benetton, going crazy when that opened. I loved going to this store called Cimarron. Oh, that had like you know really edgy rock and roll. Yeah, you always dressed rock and rolly. Yeah, just like uh, fringe and roach clips. That was your middle name. <laughs> Here comes sequin <laughs> and headbands and sparkles and, and leather and lace. Yeah, it's just chaps, no underwear. Right? <laughs> no, I wasn't wearing <laughs> those yet. preppy people wore underwear. What the hell? And they had their collar up. Oh lord. Uh huh. All right, listen. When we come back. It's time for random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. We have posted a cute little... uh, Donnie posted a cute little doggies in costumes on the Lori and Julia show page. If you want to just smile today, it makes you happy. It does. It makes you happy. Okay. So a couple things that are going on that you should know about. Yes. um, Is number one, that your relationship might be in trouble if you have to go to couples therapy to help deal with your in-laws. Yeah. Mm -hmm. More couples are having problems with their in-laws. A relationship coach in California says about one out of five couples come to see him to get help with the in-law issues. Here are the two main problems that people, couples um, have with their in-laws. Meddling? Well, jealousy. So one pair of in-laws or something is jealous about how much time the kids spend with the other uh, in-laws. Yeah, I could say that. Uh, a, so mm-hmm. time, because sometimes you just go to the same place and you don't spread the love. And B would be someone doesn't get along with their partner's parents. Yeah. The old, I can't stand them. Mm-hmm. So every situation different, but a general rule, it's good to get your in-laws problems worked out prior to committing to a relationship because family is family. Yeah. It's going to cause nothing. And it's, and it's hard. It isn't. So, uh, it doesn't get better. It just gets worse. Yeah. So that is something if you're thinking about someone and you really absolutely can't stand family members and their family or their parents or something, that's not going to go away. You need to take a close, hard take look a close, that. hard look at what is going on there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what five gestures that will make you instantly more likable and credible? Smiling. Um, here's one. This is all analyzed by people who give TED talks. Okay. Um, which that is, uh, I have a friend who's giving a TED talk. Oh my gosh, Lady Die. Oh, you're kidding. Mm-hmm. Really. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. Oh, Um, anywho, (laughs) it's quite a process you have to go through. um, And um, experts believe 50% of communication when you're is is nonverbal. It's how you present. And so using the right body language enhances your credibility. And wearing the right outfit. Well, all right, that's your theory. <laughs> okay. But you're right. I mean, you don't want high waters and you don't want camel toe and you don't want a blouse that's too tight. Yeah. You're right. So one of the big things is, and you see um, people doing this, like President, um, former President Barack Obama, Prince Harry, they lean towards the mm-hmm. audience. You lean towards them. Okay. This gesture of moving your arm out kind of involves the audience. Um, another thing people do is pointing or gesturing at the audience, like, you know, I got you, you know, you're smart or thank you, but with a pointing gesture. So it's like you really are engaging with that person. 
raising your hands above waist level, so don't keep them down below because and just keeping them up above. Hand movements, what we learned in our improv is that when you move your hands, if you're talking and you can't think of something, it frees your brain to yes. think of other things. Yes. So yes. you can sometimes move your hand. Um, another thing that you can do is maintain a symmetrical stance. You don't want to be um, leaning one way all the time or leaning another way. You want to be standing up straight. Okay. Does it give you the okay. frozen deer? The frozen deer, deer things. stands. All right. right. Our wedding party duties getting out of hand. Yes. Okay, this is a big <laughs> article. Uh, elaborate showers, destination bachelor years. parties are sending costs skyrocketing. Yes. No so one glad wants to be in a wedding. If you love your friends, don't ask them to be bridesmaids or groomen, groomsmen. Just well, don't. This has changed don't so much. Don't anybody. This has changed so much from when we got married. No, Julia, I, I would turn down being in weddings. No, Lori, I'm not saying but being I, in a wedding. We didn't have these huge destination weddings where we would go to Nashville or Vegas. You mean or for the bachelorettes? Bachelorette. We didn't have this when we were... I, the first time I went to Vegas was a bachelorette. I was 25 years old. We oh, stayed at the right, Flamingo. I all mean, right. I do think that these things were going on. But, I mean, the group of friends I was with, we were all in the travel business. Well, so it right. didn't okay. cost us anything. But, yes, I do think that there the is The obligations this, have increased. Yes. They've increased, yeah. and it costs mm-hmm. people a flipping fortune. Right. right. Don't be in it. Just say no. The average number of a, a wedding party person had to spend. Let me guess. I bet it's I bet it's fourteen or fifteen hundred dollars. It's fourteen hundred and thirty dollars, yep. and that's travel, accommodations, gifts, attire, Showers. accessories, and this isn't talking about the time you have to spend doing it, right? Um, and people should know that being a bridesmaid is just gotten it's, out of hand. Yeah. And then one po- person posted, in addition to you know paying for the wedding dress and everything, the bride that dress, you'll never wear again. Required tanning session, nails, makeup, bridal party, was told they had to pay for a wine-tasting bridal shower, which cost $600 for a bridal. Oh, good oh, God. It's just nightmare. Don't be in a wedding. Just say no. Just say no that you'll uh, go to the shower and you'll uh, write. And men are running up write, their own tabs. You'll write down who gave what gifts. And how, how, how are the men running up the tabs? Because they're they going on their trip. trips, too. Same Look thing. at that terrible, terrible thing that happened in Costa Rica. 14 oh, guys right, on yeah. a bachelor trip. and yeah. That wasn't even licensed. Oh, that they, yeah, I did read about that. That yeah. was terrible. Yeah. So, anywho, um, that has to come. I mean, it's got. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Not a hand. Well, I mean, people can just say no to doing it or being in it or or the idea of like, what do, do 
how can you possibly have seven or eight best friends that need to be in your wedding? Well, some people First of like, all, that's too, such a big wedding party. It's a nightmare to get the photos. Oh gosh, you're so funny, Lori. Well, I, don't know. I right. never liked bridesmaids. I know you never, you never have. I never had them at any of my weddings, except I did have a bridesmaid at the one disastrous wedding, and then I, the two of us were not even friends anymore. And she was storing my first wedding gown. Jeez, Jeez. look at what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm bitter. Okay, if you, if people want, no, I didn't. I just did. I long. I had that. I was in my aunt's wedding at a junior in high school, and I remember telling my mom. I'm never having a bridesmaid, and I'm never being a bridesmaid. And my aunt wasn't a bridezilla. I did not like being in a matching dress. I, I was, was a flower girl oh God, once. You're so funny. I did all about the outfit. Yeah, no. honest to Pete, no. you are so conceited. I can't help it. Oh I my did God. Not, yeah, you can. I, but I did not like being. And we wore dotted Swiss, if you can yeah. imagine, yeah. Well, with bell sleeves. I'm sorry, that was when you. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I don't like wearing the same dress as someone else. I, I find had fun it, being in the two I was in. I actually really had fun, and then I was the. Um, the bridal book girl or whatever you call that's that. That's a better job. The guest book girl. That's a better job. Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah. Okay, so this Saturday night, if you're looking for something fun to do, and it's for one night only. Okay. Is this Saturday, October 27th? Or am yes, I, it is. It is. Okay, so Bank Restaurant, which is located in the Westin downtown Minneapolis, is having a discotheque costume party kind of it's a studio 54 night. Fun. One night only Halloween party with a DJ DJ Tip, who began his career. Why do you say it like that? Because it's DJ T-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-I-P. okay. But he has performed for like Kendrick Lamar, School by Q, Alan Kingston, and he's got a really fun start, really fun thing going on. But that would be kind of fun. So dress like disco area studio 54 yeah, all i gotta do is go in my closet i know yeah, I'm sure. yeah i think that'd be kind of fun yeah um connie nass is named chicago as uh the best big city in the u.s for travelers mm-hmm. um it's a consecutive second year in a row that they've won it and what has changed downtown is that they have a lot of new hotels Probably brought the prices down. A lot of new restaurants. Mm-hmm. And what did I call it? Viagra Square when I went there this yeah. summer. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, so a lot it's of... Because New York City can be overwhelming for a first-time visitor. And it's expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive. And they have so live sh- theater here, too. Yeah. So Chicago is a great alternative. Good and for I, Chicago. And I ran into someone last night, um, Stacy from Moon and Stacy, who saw the share show in Chicago and had a completely different... Um, Feeling about it than I did. Yeah. Loved, loved, loved. And I yeah. thought it was too long. Yeah. So anyway, Delta is proposing the great success of Crazy Rich Asians. Everyone from Minnesota now wants to go straight to Shanghai. It's true. Um, Delta Airlines is proposing a nonstop flight from the Twin Cities to Shanghai. They have to seek government approval to do so. So we'll see if that happens. Yeah. It will be the first... Uh, non-stop route ever between Minnesota and mainland China. Yeah, yeah. you said American had uh, a Chicago, Shanghai, mm-hmm. and now I think you can go there on Delta, but you can go through Seattle. American yeah. got rid of theirs. They said they were losing money losing on it. Losing money on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to take up that now yeah, for the last see. leader. Yeah. We're going to dump people on the way and say it's right. non-stop, but we're going to Seattle and Hawaii. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon would be Megan Kelly. She has since apologized for comments that she made about Halloween costumes during her NBC morning show today. 
There you go. Also trending online. The, uh, I mean. I mean, I'm sorry, but she was a complete idiot. Yeah, Megan Kelly is yeah. a complete idiot. Yeah. We'll just say that. Yeah. Yeah. Complete. Look it up, folks. See what she said. Complete. And you'll understand why we call it utter. Idiot. Idiot. Okay, go ahead. All right, we'll move on to Vans. The sneaker company is doing a collaboration with NASA just in time for the holiday season. Also, just in time for the holiday season, Donnie, I know on your wish list is the new Pioneer Woman Barbie and playset. If you ask nice, you shall receive. I'm writing it down. Okay. And also trending online this afternoon would be Britney Spears. Her hit song, Baby One More Time, turns 20 today. You're old. You're welcome. That's what's trending here in my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. Oh, yeah, that's Psycho Post Balloon featuring Ty Dolla Sign. You know, I will say about some of the rappers, the only thing that makes me feel quote-unquote old is I cannot pronounce these names with the letters and numbers and symbols. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, same. No, I know. How do you say? It was like when that rapper was, you know, tragically shot and killed. Ten C, whatever XXX. Right. I didn't. We didn't know how to say his name, no. so we were just like, well, Triple, we're, no. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, uh, I was one thing about the American Music Awards. I did learn some pronunciation. Yes. <laughs> and Post Malone. And po- he, he at least gave us an easy name. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, one of the most. So Timothy Chalamet. Um, is, you know, I still have not seen that movie. The Would, one on the Amalfi Coast, the beautiful... Beautiful boy. Not the beautiful boy. No, the man and the boy. Yeah. With Army uh, Hammer uh, and yes. Timothy yeah. Chameley. Yeah, I gotta see that. He seems like a, a waif of a boy to me. Well, one of the most amazing facts I've learned about Timothy Chalamet, because he is sort of... We, we were charmed by him on the red carpet because he was nominated, Call Me By Your Name. Yes, he was. There we go. He was nominated. He was at the SAG Awards. Yes. You know, he was at the Oscars. And one of the things I learned in doing a little, you know, sussing out of uh, Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. Chalamet, he used to date Lord Leon. Yes, he did. When they were both in the New York, same New York City high school. They used to get pap together in mm-hmm. New York, and we didn't know who he was. We just mm-hmm. knew who Lourdes was, Madonna's daughter. And Ansel Elgort went to the same school, but he was a couple years older. Ansel and Timmy, yes. our friend. Yes, they are. And Timmy, that's what I'm calling them, Fine. and Lola are still friendly, too. So once you date Madonna's oldest daughter, who can you possibly date next? Johnny Depp's. Why Lily Rose Depp. <laughs> That's right, Julia. That's a good move. Uh, I think so. Several weeks back, there were some fan photos and paparazzi photos of Lily Rose Depp and Timmy hanging out together in New York. No one knew if they were just friends or what. It turns out they've been happening. Uh, we've got photo evidence. And what do you do when you might be, when you're called the best new actor of your generation? I will remind you that he is 22. She is 19. Where do you go to impress a cool French-American girl who was dating a 27 or 28-year-old before she dated you? What do you do? You take her to Blue Ribbon Fried Chicken in the East Village and have some damn fried chicken. It'd be like taking them to Revival here. Yes. For fried chicken. That's just so funny. He's like the hottest. He's got so many movies out there. 
He's so young. He's he's she's nineteen. They were spotted kissing yeah. with their little um, chicken fried lips. You know that little greasy yes. lips. They were very. They wrapped their arms around each other in line. They linked arms together, and you know uh, when they left, they stopped on a street corner and shared a kiss. And it started raining, and they huddled together, and they just. I mean, any anybody, I, I think anybody who takes somebody out on a fried chicken date is, you know, like, for sure, they're probably getting laid that night. I mean, you that, th- oh, for crying <laughs> out, these are kids are young. How oh, they're having sex. Come how on. How old is? 19 and 22. Right, Please, yeah. Julia. Please, I'm ready for these two crazy kids to get married. I'm so in love with them as a couple. He is so They're very tiny. cute together. He's from a major artistic family. I his, mean, yeah, they're arty and Frenchy and high cheekbones He's not Frenchy. He's, he's American. But his name is. Yeah. His spelling of his name. Yeah. Don't tell me he doesn't yeah, have. Timothy no. with two E's. Two E's and Chalamet. That's a French name. His first, listen, was born and raised in Manhattan. Yeah, I know. To Nicole Fender, a real estate broker and dancer, and Mark Chalamet, a UNICEF editor. Okay. His mother's from New York. His dad is from Nimes, France. Yeah. Okay. And is a French and English ancestry. So they both speak French. Lily Rose and Timothy Chalamet. Sure, they have that in common. Can speak French. I mean, because what. They had the French, you know, city that yes. they used to own. Johnny, anyway, Depp. I love this. They're cute. They are cute, and I'm glad she's not dating the sleazy 28 year old. I don't like 28 and 19. No, no. Okay, uh, Hollywood must have seen the dump truck full of money that Michael Myers uh, poured into the box office last weekend and thought, okay, Jason Voorhees, you're up next. What are we going to do with the old Friday the Thirteenth? Oh, is it coming? It's coming back. Grab your machete and get thee to a summer camp, a spooky one, because Friday the 13th is getting rebooted. And cha-ching, one of the people, the person that got the uh, deal, he's got a production company called Spring Hill Entertainment. Supposedly the reason he moved to play with L.A. is LeBron James's company, along with... The guy who wrote the original, and you gotta admit, the original Friday the thirteenth mm-hmm. was great. Mm-hmm. As great as the Halloween was when that came out in seventy six. And apparently Jamie Lee Curtis starred in like five of those things. Right. I didn't yeah. know. I've oh, only she seen... was in Friday the thirteenth? I... No, 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 Halloween. Oh, Halloween yeah. But I only thought you she thought was in she the, was the first, first one in the last one. We give oh, her such yes. good misinformation. But I never saw but any... you said it with authority, Larry. But I never saw anything in between. Because mm-hmm. I anyway, but so the guy who wrote the original Friday the thirteenth has regained the rights to the franchise mm-hmm. and he wants to see another movie made because he feels that ever since he did the original the other 12 that came along hijacked the so bad it's, you know, good, you know, the whole Jason, you know, series. So I, I guess there was one where Jason was in space. <laughs> I kind of love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, it was one in Manhattan. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Isn't they, he the one with the chainsaw? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doesn't so. Jason have the chainsaw? He, he does. Yeah, he does. I call us so. if we're wrong. Yeah, just correct call us, us if right we're now. wrong. Tell us. No, he's got a machete and a hockey mask. Oh, I thought there was the a chainsaw hockey, involved. That's the chain Texas chainsaw murders uh, uh, and okay. mayhem. Well, but, I'm going to say this is because kind of how we were in the superhero genre. I feel like the horror, horror genre 
is big time right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and look at how mm-hmm. good Get Out did a year ago, spring, mm-hmm. and that kind of not the quiet quiet place mm-hmm. with John Krasinski. Right. Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, I just said oh, that. Sorry, and yeah. yeah. So I mean, so LeBron James, they got it, and the original guys back, so they could just totally redo that movie. And just LA go loves back LeBron to the, James. Yeah, they do love him. They love having and him they, out there. They were shocked that he got it, but I guess he he's bankrolled uh, other things. He did a House Party, and he also did um, um, okay. So Space if you Jam. if you got to make okay like a movie right now, if you could remake a movie that you really loved in the past. Uh, the, like a horror, a horror movie that you really love that you think wouldn't it be great if this was updated or the something. The eyes have hills, or the hills, the hills have, have eyes. eyes. Is that, that one. the one? Or Children of the Corn? Oh, oh that's a good one. <laughs> that one stopped me from going. <laughs> yes, that's the one that stopped that one me from going re- to movies. Yeah. Horror movies alone. Yeah, they I could, sat in Arizona. They could redo Children. There's of nothing the Corn. worse than that one. No, redo that one. Mm. Or go ahead and do the Omen. Mm. The people under the stairs. Was oh my gosh! Even just the name, <laughs> and I was always convinced there were people under the stairs in any creepy basement that there was. Well, speaking of Lily Rose Depp and her new boyfriend Timothy Chalamet, it's or you're happening. just calling him Timmy? Timmy, I thought he's just Timmy, your Timmy. good friend. Timmy. So they Johnny, went to the LaGuardia School for the Arts. Yeah, Johnny Depp now because people maybe are reluctant to hire him. He's founded a partnership to produce movies and he's mm-hmm. going to start with this movie. Now he's got two good people in it, Mark Rylance and Robert Pattinson. And it's an adaptation of a book called waiting for the barbarians. And I'm on Goodreads right now okay. and it got a 3.94 waiting for the barbarians. Yeah, and, and I'm just going to say this, that most of the reviews are in a different language. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Let's see. It's it's it was a novel by South African-born Nobel laureate J.M. Coetzee. Mm-hmm. First published in 1980, the story is narrated in the first person. Blah blah. It's a small colonial town that exists as the territorial frontier of the empire. The main straight. The main. The magistrate. Yeah, I can't read. I don't make glasses. Rather than peaceful existence comes to an end. Huh? This sounds horrible to me. It yeah. sounds horrible. It's being production begins uh, later this month in Morocco. Yeah, let me just tell What's you happening? the quote that people like from it. <laughs> okay, pain is truth; all else is subject to doubt. All right. Oh, for crying out loud! Why can't he just do a good old love story and do like you know one of the good books? Why doesn't he pick something? He's so esoteric. He's got to be so out there. Well, Why can't he find a normal lane just for a couple months or a year just to get back a couple fans? I don't we, know. Maybe he, needs, to, maybe he needs to go have fried chicken with Timmy and Lily Rose and I just know. chill. I chill feel like, and I feel like it'd be like funny if he dated Emma. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, I love it. I would love it. I would love it so much. He needs to do something so mainstream and normal. Yeah, you know? I love it. He just has to keep going in these wild, like the Lone Ranger. She wouldn't the bug deep. him about chain smoking. She wouldn't care. He you know? could smoke and she likes music. I just think... He, yeah, uh, this will probably be a big hit. And I do hope for him it is because I just have lost all faith in him. Yeah. He seems so out there that I feel like his mind is fried, actually, if you want to know the truth. Yeah. 
that he's lost touch with reality. Yeah. And and thinks it's cool. Him and John Mayer are going to sit around. We we can build the table, the nights of the potheads. The campfire. Right. <laughs> I mean, the hemp, the hemp lodge, yeah, Johnny yeah. Depp, John Mayer. Who else would be sitting at that table of crazy people that think they're all that? Yeah, you can throw in uh, Orlando Bloom and yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then just to top it off, we might throw Toby in... Tobey Maguire. Yes. Because he can't go anywhere That's without right. Leo. There you go. Yeah. It's, you go. Uh, it's the hemp table. The hemp table. All it's right, supposed this... to the Knights of the Round Table or whatever. Uh, listen, we come back. We've got a lot to Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? What is the meaning of this? All right, All right. Well, let's get up. Let's, let's get, get with it. Okay. Stuff. Uh, we were just talking about Hollywood. Uh, uh, John Krasinski is writing a Quiet Place sequel after telling the studio no, he would. He wouldn't he do wouldn't it. Do it. It's funny how people change their mind. He loved it. Money, 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 money. They're paying more. Well, maybe. Um, we loved that movie, all three of us. Yes. I just don't think it needs a sequel. Well, well but when people... It um, brought in $335 million and what it in cost, like, like $25 yeah. million, Okay, yeah. so... And it is getting Oscar buzz, at like original screenplay. And right. remember, just like, like a month after it came out, Paramount said, oh, there's going to be a sequel. And then John Krasinski said... I'm not involved. Right. Now it came yeah, from I his know. mind. Yeah. Right. So there was a Q&A at Silver Screen Theater in in L.A. And he just said, I mean, my intention first was just to do the movie for Emily and I, Emily Blunt. Yes. You know, and I had this idea and he said, and I did have this small idea for a sequel, but I didn't think it would go anywhere. Right. So I told the studio, just do the movie with somebody else. They heard some pitches, and I told the producer about this little kernel of an idea. Right. And now they and want And now me. I'm currently writing the sequel. Okay. So I do have mixed feelings about it. I'm glad he's involved. Oh, yeah. I guess we're. this is going to be our Hollywood speaking. We're going to have to wait and see on this one. Well, I would agree 100%. Yeah, 100%. Uh-huh. Okay, Courtney Cox, uh, she and Johnny McDade. Are, are they going to get married? Well, at some point, remember, they broke up yes. in 2015, and then halfway through the next year, they got back together, yes. and then they said they and were she engaged. she said she'd spend more time in Ireland. Yes, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they were at, um, at an event at the Irish Arts Center Spirit of Ireland Gala, presented by Bush Mills Irish Whiskey oh, in lovely. New York City. <laughs> okay. And they were asked, uh, people was on the red par- uh, uh, red carpet, and the, uh, here's what she said about her Snow Patrol musician boyfriend. We're not married. I'm married in my heart. And he said, he's 12 years younger than she is, he said, um, well... We didn't have an actual ceremony. We have one every morning when we look at each other. Okay, so okay. I'm just going to Hollywood speak that. They're very happy and content where they are right now. Yeah, there's and, no and need it, to get no, married. No, there's no need to get married. They, there's no rush to have children. She's not able to probably at this point. Well, and why would you want to no. have 54? And, uh, yeah, and he probably doesn't care if he's right, dating somebody right. that's 54. And they've always got Coco. Yeah. And you know what? I kind of think that uh, Courtney Cox is with a guy who is in charge. Like I felt with David Arquette, oh, she, she was in charge. Yes, yeah, she was. She he was, was in town here yesterday. Yeah, 
I saw him in the hallway and tripped he, him. He doesn't want to get married, so they're not getting married. Mm-hmm. So and right. she's just fine with that because they're crazy about it. And why get married and uh, rock everything? Right. Uh, Don't tipsy do it. when everything is working right now and there's no reason. There's I mean, no, they know they're not going to have kids. There's no reason they're not going to have kids. Yeah. They each have their own money. All you right. know, there's other reasons, you know. When How you about think about this it. one? Okay. A-Rod wants to pay less child support now that he's not a Yankee. Okay, so here's what's interesting about this. Okay. He, he was pays $115,000 a month on uh, child, child and spouse, spousal support. Right. But then he wants to say... He, they're saying sources told the gossip site that their support agreement was supposed to be revised once he retired from the uh, Yankees okay. in 2016. Okay. Well, if that was supposed to happen, it would have happened. Right. They didn't have to do a press release about it. Yeah. I think if he wanted to get it done and it was in the court documents, he would have gone to his attorney yeah. and they would have renegotiated. Yeah. Well, I think... And he's saying that he earns 90% less income. He was earning $30 million. He's made a gob, I would like to think, if he invested well, yeah. of interest on his $30 million a year he was making while he was doing drugs. Do you think Jennifer Garner, Jennifer uh, uh, Lopez asked him how much he's paying a month and she choked on her um, herbal tea and was like, you're paying her how much? Well, here's what he's well, willing... It's based on $30 million a year. Yeah. It's based on... But also... Then he, this would have been, a, you know, they would have gone back to the table. This isn't going to force her to do anything. This right. big thing this that this even got out. But he wants to, um, she wants a number closer to 50000 He says he's willing to pay twenty, But he has spousal support. Those kids are still young. 13 and, what, and 10. Yeah, and whether or not she has a master's degree in psychology, that has nothing to do. Did he say that? Yeah, it's, oh. it, it, she, she also chooses not to work. Well, when you get divorced and you have a spousal support, that runs to a certain period. Right. And when you have child support, it usually runs till 18 yeah. or through college. Yeah. I mean, who's going to run the kids around? He's flying around all with the her. time with Jennifer And always Lopez. never missing a workout. But, no. Okay. But still, yeah, I, I guess I, I don't have any empathy for okay. him. All I right. still don't like him. Kylie Jenner sued over Sparkle Cosmetics line. She snatched another company, Smart Sparkle. Whatever. Like Sherry Cosmetics. <laughs> well, but Sparkle was also a name of a glass cleaner, Lori. Sparkle is the name of a lot of things. But I they don't... they have Sherry Cosmetics has this line called Born to Sparkle. That's a tr- here's the thing I don't like about this. And they always I mean, take whatever they want and then just pay them off. Yes, they well, do this true. all the time. It well, is a dead I- ringer. Uh, and she's done it with her lip kits. I just, I guess I don't like that MO. I wish yeah. I have not it's bought one karma. maiden form product in the bra accessory department at a department store. It was fashion forms. Fashion so you're forms. Okay. Grudge against the wrong no, company. Fashion Lori. forms. <laughs> I haven't, since they ripped off our nipple enhancers, the woman, the owner called us. I love your product. We want to sell it. We can get you in a million stores. They send her the nipples. She sends them to China. They get made. Three weeks later, they're selling breast friends. Yep. Is I that know. because you didn't have the trademark? We, we had did, we had trademark, but you didn't have the patent. patent pending. Uh, patent pending. Anyway, right. I don't like that they do that. And right. They do it all the time. It pisses me off. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Nicki Minaj is getting sued for sampling Tracy Chapman's song without this? permission. Donnie, do we have this? I wasn't the Tracy an unreleased song? But it doesn't matter if it's unreleased. No, no, I know that, but I don't. Well, I wouldn't know how to find yeah. the unreleased song. Well, I'm just going to go to D listed. You could go right there. Okay. Uh, there. They had a story, but I'm like going, hello. It doesn't. You will get sued if you use it. I mean, there's, there's. 
There's really nothing that Who's going to drive in a car? Well, that I is that's a famous. Oh, okay. Anyway, it's you, baby can I hold you? Um, let's see okay, here. Gina. And she used it, Nikki used it, and is, she doesn't want to pay, but she will pay now that this has been filed because you can't use that. Well, it's still copyrighted even if it's not released. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you were the one who tried to say it wasn't released like that made it. Danny, it is. I mean, no, I just I thought the story said Tracy never released the song. It wouldn't matter if it no, was it released would not. or not. No, no, it wouldn't. Still yeah. have a copyright. So, right. okay, here's another one. Rosie O'Donnell is engaged to a Boston cop named Elizabeth Elizabeth Rooney, who I'm sorry, looks like when your when your girlfriend makes you look so much older. I don't know. I'm not blind to that. I want. But to look at what the guys do with the young twenty yeah, year olds I know. and their sixty. They 16. don't realize how old they look either. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I still would one day like to get to the bottom of Catherine Zeta-Jones shaving off 10 years. and uh, Tell her we're jealous. What year do you <laughs> shave it off when you're 32 and no one cares? No, before you get to Hollywood. That would be a good one to investigate. Well, she's been in plays her whole life at the British Royal Academy of Theater. I know. Okay, Nick Viles says Virgin Bachelor Colton has never really dated. I don't, I don't even have any advice from the guy's never dated. How would he know? Why is he being asked? And because, why are we talking about Because he's about in him? the Bachelor franchise. Because okay. it says that in the stories. And one time, once you're once you're in it, you're you're part you're of that alumni forever. To win it. Mm-hmm. You're in it forever. You are. It will follow you around. <laughs> it might even be on your headstone. I still know the firefighter <laughs> and what's her name? The first one, Nicolette or whatever. I know. I know. All right, listen. We'll be back, people. We promise to be.